And we're back. Because we're the prodigals. The prodigals. <laughs> Very slick. Nice. There you go. So Thank you. professional. Very Appreciate slick. it. All right, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached in a pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. My name is Mark. If you haven't, if you don't know already, and I am joined by Billy and Alan. Oh, what yo, up? Yo. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hi, we're here. Wow. We're here for you. All, all offspring of Kermit the Frog. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this week we're going to be talking about a popular topic, one that's been on the rise this and last year with the news of prominent Christian leaders making it to the news in a not so uh, pleasant way bah, bah. so yes we will be talking about christian celebrity culture and some of the questions that surround this issue so listen in for this table talks episode table talks all right so how would you describe Christian celebrity culture. A, a culture, not like a, an individual, like, celebrity? like a Christian celebrity, but just like the culture of, of Christian celebrities. I didn't think there was a, honestly, I didn't think there's a lot of them, enough of them to like create a culture culture, like as a, like a segment of society, just because it just seems so niche, niche, however you want to say it. <laughs> Niche. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How would I describe it? I would like, I mean, we're talking about, are we mostly talking about like celebrity pastors, essentially? Essentially? Yeah, and also worship leaders. Yeah, um, yeah, celebrity worship. Oh, that's, that's like true. A- I would see that. Like, I guess you could say Joel Osteen is one, <laughs> in a sense. Not. Like he is he's a, a leader. Yeah. He is a celebrity who is, says they're Christian, but I think is more well known within <laughs> we the greater it. spiritual world. <laughs> Maybe mm. okay. I'm trying to think of another. Like I would say he's someone like Stephen Furtick. Like okay, he is. Like I think, like I see his messages and his sermons across the board when people like post things on like Facebook and stuff. Like no matter what denomination he they are, I've seen people repost his sermons. I've seen that before. Was he? When did we talk about him being branded like a heretic by some people? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. remember yeah. last last time? <laughs> like because people don't like the way he preaches the style. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would think like way before you know, kind of Rob Bell fell out of fashion with everybody. He would have been sort of like a. More of a celebrity. Yeah, I would definitely deal. say that. Yeah, Rob Bell. Who else is a prominent one? I want to say Israel Houghton, maybe. 
Uh, maybe yeah, like big of, yeah. artists. Yeah, big at least artists, big artists yeah. are like definitely celebrities within the Christian culture. But I'm trying to think of like leaders, pastors. Yeah, Stephen Furtick is a big one. Carl Lentz was. Carl Lentz was. was until uh, to a certain happened. extent, Ravi was. Because so many yeah. people just uh, looked up to him. Do you guys know Rich Wilkerson? Hmm. He, he was the pastor that did the wedding for Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. He actually had his own TV show too. Yeah, mm. long. Wow. Okay. I would say he's a... I'll say he's pretty. <laughs> he's like a celebrity, I guess. Christian celebrity. Who else? Um, who else? I mean, I think depends on your context. Depends on your group of people you're with. Yeah, like, it, it really does depend. I think it really does depend. It does. Like, I mean, even if you get like the dude from Saddleback Church, in any sort oh, that of guy, mega, yeah. mega church mm-hmm. pastor will be quote unquote a celebrity just because he's got a far reach to everybody. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Um and so guys like Francis Chen. What's he John Piper? Uh, could be. Could be. Excellent. Like I mean in, in various circles uh, there there would I don't be know about John Piper. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But not in a not in a not in a bad way I would say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like Francis Chan, I wouldn't say he's like a bad Christian celebrity. I mean, there could be examples of bad Christian celebrities in a sense <laughs> where like, I think this is where like we can talk about like some celebrities that are Christian are just kind of not good. <laughs> yeah. So I guess... How do you, not, what do you mean? I don't want to say not good. It's just that they have a... I think they would have an unhealthy following based off their character and who they are rather than I guess they're they're pointing to to God and pointing to Jesus and pointing to the word because I feel like people like Francis Chan people like John Piper are really good at using their quote-unquote celebrity status and redirecting like people who like to listen to them back to the word and and back to God himself but I think maybe so I don't want to I don't want to say any I, I don't want to say anyone I don't want to call anyone out <laughs> where we're, we're I guess they're podcast bro I know yeah, yeah yeah but I guess like they could have an unhealthy following by just their followers like or people who go to their church and be like oh yeah I only listen to so-and-so sermons and that's it you know what I'm mm, saying yeah yeah so I guess going back to maybe defining celebrity culture, Christian celebrity culture is um, the tendency for Christians to be enamored by the more prominent Christian leaders um, to a point where, you know, putting them in a pedestal and um, and just, you know, the inkling that, oh, I got to have, I got to take a picture with it. You know, when you when you maybe meet them. Like, oh, I, got, I really mm, got to take a yeah, picture yeah. or, you know, somehow their, their presence or their, their ministry is deemed as more valuable than other leaders just because they're more famous, you know, or they're mm. more well-known. So, and I guess 
that leads to you know people following them what do you guys think i mean i feel like there could uh, there could be <laughs> why am i so stumbled with my words today that's okay hey so wait can you can you rephrase the the the, the question like what are we so asking? how would we describe christian celebrity culture I feel like when a Christian celebrity, like when a ministry or their church, like really solely surrounds, like the whole thing revolves around them. And I think it could lead to an unhealthy relationship with people who go to the church or followers where like, they it, it feels like they're just following them rather than following jesus <laughs> right just like uh, i mean does you this, know what i'm does saying this, like, does that make sense? Well, well yeah no but yeah when you were talking about that that kind of like kanye west kind of came into my thought process like the whole idea like people following him where he just you know kind of said oh yeah i'm a christian now i'm doing things for jesus and 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 stuff like and he has these I don't even know if he still has them, but like, you know, he had, he had those services um, and then people would follow it, tune in and stuff. Um, and I would think that a lot of it, you know, at least to a good portion of it was because of his gravitas as an, as a celebrity in general. Fair. Not, mm. Right. Um, I think that's the thing. Like when there's a gravitas, there's an attraction to the celebrity status of a person rather than the pull of I don't know like what they're preaching about or them directing others to, to Christ right I think the, yeah. that's what pulls that's the celebrity the Christian celebrity culture we're, we're talking about where it's not it's, it's not more like about the fame spirit. than the the it's about, about the fame exactly exactly it's more about the fame for sure yeah um, so I see it as two sides, like with the two parties, it's the followers and the the leader who's deemed as a, you know, sort of a celebrity, celebrity. Christian, mm-hmm. um, because one, like the leader could make himself to be the focal point. Um, although he doesn't, you know, directly say it and he's still sometimes, you know, they still sometimes point to God, um, they're there comes a point when or there seems to be like that line when someone just you know makes it all about them but and the, but then there's also the other party who are, who are the followers right so like the responsibility falls on the followers to not put them on a pedestal right so there's i think like there's two two parties at play whenever we talk about this culture i see what mm. you're saying yeah okay yeah um and it's 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 hard not to think of leaders as so cele- it's almost like you automatically become one you know depending on you know on your ministry right mm-hmm. um like i'm sure and honestly for me the only person that's that would really in my mind be like deemed as a celebrity I guess that I know particularly well um, in terms of like how he, they outreach would be Billy Graham, right? He 
Mm, true. Like even secular people know who he, who Billy Graham is. Mm. Right. Um, and referenced yeah. in movies and stuff like that. They know who he is. Um, but I don't think he would go out and say, yeah, I want, I, I want to have fame and, and I want people to know who I am. And, you know, I, I want to be in front of big crowds. He just wanted to preach the gospel. And it just so happened that, you know, God used him in such a way that he had no, there is no other, there is no other recourse than all these people just kind of flocking to the words that were being spoken from him because, and we like to think it was the power of the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. the opportunity that was there during that time that he shot up to, you know, to celebrity status. Sure. Hmm. Right. Um, but if I, as, as I was saying, if you're a pastor of a mega church, if you are, you know, if you are, um, a recording artist or you're a part of a group that's, a, that's a recording group that is well sung in multiple, you know, denominations, then you are a celebrity, a celebrity, right? Um, so yeah, like Chris Tomlin, he's going to be a celebrity. Right, just because he's nice. he's yeah. sub, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, I don't know yeah. what to say with that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it's really hard to like. There isn't. I think there isn't that line where we can definitely say, "Oh, he's trying to make himself a celebrity," because we really can't see the motives in their hearts. We can, yeah, for sure. we, we can only judge the actions after the fact, right? So as Jesus said, you shall know my disciples by their fruits, right? So his followers by their fruits. So I guess what we can judge is just how do they live? How do they live out, live for God? Um, do, like when we watch their sermons or when we watch their messages, is it more about God or is it more about, you know, themselves or people? Tough to say sometimes um, because, you know, we don't see directly into their heart. That's not true. the way that God can, right? Mm-hmm. However, I think, <laughs> I think there are, there are, they have, there have been examples throughout the years that you see that, yeah, maybe they aren't exactly, you know, there's at least a duality in terms of what they want. Yeah, maybe they want to spread the gospel, but half of that is like they also want to be a person of influence, somebody that's famous, that is able to have pull and, and you know, some clout, uh, with it, especially within the Christian church, and maybe even beyond that. Oh, speaking of the clout, man, I guess every time I see these Christian celebrities, um, have you guys heard of Preachers and Sneakers? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the Preachers that? and Sneakers Instagram account, it's now like a podcast. It's he's, he's his own guy now. But it started off, I think, last year or the year before that, where this Instagram account, he would post these pastors preachers wearing like outrageously expensive shoes or outrageously expensive like designer clothes and things like that and i feel like when we're talking about christian celebrity culture it goes along with 
like having that clout like <laughs> like these preachers like are wearing super expensive clothing while preaching you know the gospel and, and trying to speak on and share who jesus is and who god is and you're and it, it, it to me it sends like a mixed message to to people because well i know for me in my head i'm like how it, it, it's it's like how can you be going about preaching the gospel and you're but you're wearing like like thousands of do, thousand a thousand dollars worth of shoes and it kind of says mixed signals to me where when we talk about like don't be lovers of money right and i'm like how does that how does this fit in with <laughs> with what you're preaching or what you're trying to share sure and what if they just say i don't love money that's why i spend it what? <laughs> what? I don't love Wait money, so I give it away to. to I give it away to these. So that <laughs> no, but you're getting something in return. That's not. That's not. But the thing is, like, <laughs> of course, Dude, these people. I mean, these like preachers and pastors. They know what they're buying. They're buying like a yeah, name yeah, brand. Yeah, they're yeah, buying designer, and they're buying into it, right? So it just. I don't yeah. know. It just—it's confusing. Could, it adds. It, it creates. What? What? Um, could it be like? Obviously, I'm not going to. Agree. Yeah, I don't want to judge him. You know, yeah, I don't want to judge. I don't want to. But I don't. I don't necessarily agree with the whole. You know, sneaker, whatever. You're saying. You know, but logic. is it? Maybe. I mean, if they think that hey, it's this is part of how I I'm being more relatable. To yeah, sure. You know, people out, I, I can see you know, that. more outside, you know, or at least on the fringes of, of of Christian circles that sort of like in half in the world, half out uh, in the in the church, and being more relatable. I can see how they can use that logic. I don't want to say excuse because I don't want to you know brand everybody <laughs> or like put everybody in that same kind of like one boat. So maybe I don't want to, you know, I'm, I can see I'm that justifying it, but I can I'm just see thinking that. that maybe that's part of the reasoning, but yeah, it does so. create an attraction towards who they are as a, as a person, like rather than the pull of, you know, their, I don't want, okay. Not godliness, like the pull on what they're trying to, when they're trying to point people, people to Jesus and trying to like share more about God, like it. I, it's definitely a distraction yeah. towards that for sure mm. because and what and my thing is like is that why people keep coming back maybe like young people are like i don't know they're like oh yeah this is a cool cool pastor so like i'm just gonna listen to him because like he seems cool and i'll just follow listening to him because he's a cool guy yeah i mean and but i think there's a danger in that there is definitely right? danger to it um and i guess the pro of it is that you know, you, you can, you can be somebody of influence that much faster. That's mm -hmm. much more in depth. I mean, look how much, look, you know, our, going back to our first podcast with, you know, Kanye West, look how much attention he drew. Yeah, to, for sure. Uh, whether he used that for good, whether he used that, you know, for ill, you know, he still was talked about. There is a still, there was this, you know, attention brought to not only him, but also to, you know, the, you know, Christianity and the gospel, right? Mm -hmm. It all came into light. Um, it just so happened. We're just like, uh, maybe <laughs> it's not exactly, you know, the best of whatever, but you know, it's still, it's still achieved that purpose. Um, but then as you were saying, Billy, you know, how, how easy would that have been or easy is it 
to like fall into the trap of idolizing this person as somebody yeah. that can be, you know, on par with God in terms of, or on par with the scriptures <laughs> in terms of what they say and you, and you, um, following that, whether by words or by actions or even implications, tweets, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. How, how much, how, how, how easy, easy is it for, you know, Christians, you know, to, I would think that the danger is to, to, yeah, make them an idol and, and put them in front of God. Um, mm-hmm. or at least, at least on par with, which is a very dangerous prop- proposition. Yeah. Right? That's the scary part. Like putting people up on that pedestal and idolize. Yeah. Putting someone above God himself. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, man. And, 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 I mean, and as we talked about with Ravi Zacharias, you know, sort of the implications of any kind of fallout is yeah. that much greater. You know, when you have that much influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, and so there is a danger. But, you know, there are some things, I mean, you can't help that. I mean, if we were to be honest, like Paul, the apostle, was, you know, a celebrity, right? Uh, and so there's a great responsibility in there. And, you know, thankfully, you know, it worked out well for the Christian church because, you know, he gave us the New Testament, most of the New Testament. He's a good Thanks, example Paul. of a Christian celebrity. Celebrity, yeah. He's a good example. <laughs> um, you know why? Because, okay, when I think about, okay, when I think about Paul, I feel like he was so countercultural to the way people were living world, back, uh, the culture, how the culture was back in that time, right? And he wasn't really, was he, like, I don't think Paul was the guy going along with whatever was happening with the culture back then. The, well, or, I mean, or that, am I wrong? Well, the one, I mean, the huge difference that he was, apart from the other gospels, is that he was taking, I mean, other uh, gospels, the other apostles, is that he was taking the gospel to the, to the Gentiles. Sure. Right? Everybody else was just like, you know, sticking within their kind, of, until you get like Thomas going off to India and, some yeah, sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's you know, yeah, you could say that he was counterculture in the sense that yeah, he's going, he's doing a whole lot of things that are different. But I mean, he's going, he's going into those cultures, but he's not. Is he really indulging in the lifestyle of what they're doing? Tough to say. You would want to Tough say to no, say. but there's that. Yes. that I want to say no, right? There but. is that. There is that one quote. There is that one passage in scripture where he says, "I am to all men, you know, what they need me to be." Right? Yeah. So. yeah. But Jew, I mean, I to those under the law, I became under the law. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To those who are not under the law, I was not under the law, so that in all cases, I might win some for the kingdom. Hey. To paraphrase. <laughs> to, paraphrase. <laughs> to paraphrase. To paraphrase. So are you telling me I need to buy some nice cool shoes and some nice cool gear to be with the crowds? You see, Paul didn't say, to those who dress nice, I dress nice. <laughs> uh, I don't think, yeah. It was, I mean, he was he was a tent maker, right? And yeah, for sure. He was, t- I, I don't think that tent making made a lot um, i don't think tent making was a very a, celebrity a very status making job, job you know he, was a, he, he wasn't a seller of purple goods like Lydia that's what i was, was. gonna say lydia man <laughs> lydia's balling um, lydia's balling but paul he was making tents humble man um, so he wasn't 
I don't think he was a very flashy guy. He even described himself as a somewhat like I think in his letter to the Corinthians, he was he said that he he was weak in stature. <laughs> Did he say that? Yes. I, I, I remember him saying well, that. Well, I know he's short, so yeah. So I think if that's what he means. Then yeah, I guess because yeah, I think uh, if I remember correctly. Paul was saying in his and okay, it was his second letter to the Corinthians. First Corinthians is actually a second letter to the Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that letter, he's, he was saying that, um, look, I'd rather be there with you, but or, did he say this in first or second? I'm not sure. Second Corinthians in one of the Corinthians, um, he, he said, <laughs> "Like if I was there, like don't it's there somewhere. Go look, go find don't, it. Don't don't take my weak stature as a sign of weakness, or something like that." But ooh, Paul is so short. What? How are we following this guy who's so short, man? What the heck? <laughs> but he did. That's say because he short was, guys are like yeah. they're they're non-threatening, right? <laughs> That's why you know we get along with Filipinos get along with people because we're small and we don't we're not threatening. So. Okay, so here's my thing. Going back to the, the celebrity status, I'm pretty sure Paul did not make it a importance to him or make it a strong part of his ministry to make him himself, Paul, known to other people. He just went out and did the dirty work, preached the gospel, like brought up leaders and things like that. He did it that way. Like, unless, no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, for Jesus, I'm pretty... Did, he was just doing his ministry and he he gained celebrity status, but was he trying to No, I don't mm, no, nah, I don't know, man. Uh, no, but it but but it you know, he didn't shy away from it. Right? For sure. I mean that's Fine. the whole idea at the end of uh, at the end of Acts where he's like, Well, I'm gonna go off to Caesar <laughs> and I'm gonna share the gospel. <laughs> And you know, there's there's no bigger audience than going in front of the ruler of that known world. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, at, at that point, it was just it was just going to spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But it was. I mean, you could tell with Paul. I mean, he was an apostle, and he did write a big chunk of the New Testament. But he was he. You can tell in Acts that his sermons were to win people to Christ, and it was more it was like a lot of it has to do with the cross and um it was not about himself you know yeah and we do and when we're talking about celebrities particularly celebrities that that use (laughs) that take money um and you know just um benefit themselves i guess is a is yeah, a nice neutral sure. way of saying it. Like, <laughs> that they benefit themselves with it. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard for us to, you know, uh, to equate f- as godliness, mainly because I, I think that whole, that, that passage of like, I, um, you know, if you lift up Jesus, he will draw all men to himself. And that's really what what is needed to be, you know, uh, if there's going to be a draw to something, it's going to be Jesus. And so in order for us to do that, we lift up Jesus. But then you have like, you know, these superstar rock star pastors, these celebrities that that have a wider reach that have like millions of 
followers, mm-hmm. you know, on socials, right? Um, and some of it is just, you know, it's not, it's not because they went out to seek it, you know, especially for when we're talking about, maybe we're talking about a lot of the, the megachurch pastors because, you know, that's just, they have a big church and so they'll have yeah. a big following, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but at the same time, you know, it, you have, if you have a celebrity Christian that is going out, that is, um, I guess, um, there's, it's like we, we see them, um, being more, oh man, how do I put this? Um, like we were talking about, they're more flashy, right? Yep. Um, there might be like a half and half about you. Like there's almost, it is almost like, um, a token note, a token mention of Jesus and the gospel and stuff like that. Sure. Um, then yeah, um, you know, it's going to be hard on their part, you know, to, to not fall at some point, I would think. And then on, as Mark was saying, the flip side with people that are listening and people that are following, it's incumbent on them not to make them idols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm actually more interested, like not more interested, but, you know, when we're talking about going back to my thought process, like when we're looking at pro sports, I mean, you know, uh, sports figures um, and celebrities and stuff, I find it interesting that interesting and a little bit scary that there have been celebrities over the years that have been Christian, you know, that they, they, they had a, a, I want, I want to say a, um, a stronger Christian identity that they didn't shy away from. Um, and they even made like, uh, some kind of creative thing, um, by using their platform. Um, and the scary part is, is that there had, you know, following those things, there usually was an attack. Um, I would say. (laughs) <laughs> I would say from, you know, from Satan's side to discredit them, to put them in a bad light. So whatever kind of influence that they can have, whatever positive influence that they can have, you know, um, upon society and as a whole, not necessarily Christian uh, Christianity, but they would get attacked. Some of them would, you know, there would be like a, there might even be some kind of fall from grace. Um, and that would help to, sort of discredit some of the gospel and the Christian life that that maybe they they at first were trying to you know trying to hmm. bring to light right um mm-hmm. I know I know I'm dating myself but like <laughs> but artists like MC like like um, MC. <laughs> MC Hammer with his what? prey uh even with uh, Mariah Carey with her sort of like prey and stuff like that, they were sort of at the pinnacle of, you know, the industry when they, when they felt, and I, I would say, I would agree that they felt that they had the sort of the, the, the leeway to put out, you know, um, to the, to the secular, you know, world, you know, something that is Christian based, something mm-hmm. that has a religious tone to it, not even a religious tone to it. It's a religious theme. And I can't help but thinking that very shortly afterwards, you know, they would take a hit from their popularity. You think of Tim Tebow, you think of, you know, Jeremy Lin, 
right? Um, even Steph Curry took, you know, took a shot. But I, I, I admire Steph Curry because, like, he's still going, you know, in his stuff and, and, and whatever. So, yeah. Um, and even, and I don't know if you guys remember, and I know for our female listeners, please bear with us because I know as a pastor, we're not supposed to bring up, like, sports references. But, you know, when <laughs> Kevin Durant started out, I remember, like, his – some of his um, some of his nicknames, like Durantula, was when he first came out. Um, but the biggest one was the Slim Reaper, and I and I think that was the one where he said where he pushed back on that one. He's like, "No, I don't want to be called that. I want to be called the Servant." <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I don't. That. Yeah, 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 he wanted I remember to be that. called the Servant, and I don't know if it was just like you know, like oh, you know, I. I uh, I I dropped the three in your eye. I just served you. I I don't know if that's the kind of like connotation <laughs> that he wanted to go through because that's not exactly that's not exactly when when you say oh you got served that's not exactly the context that it was in. But I felt very much at least the the impression that I was getting was that he was trying to be like, you know, he was trying to be like this a humble sort of like, you know, person that 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 is there for the benefit of other people. Right. And I can't mm. help but think that's more like that. I couldn't get the, I couldn't help but feel the, like the, the Christian push there. And, and I could obviously be misreading it, but that's what I, that's what I felt. And I can't imagine that other people, other Christians wouldn't have felt that the same. But we've seen, um, the journey that, that Kevin Durant has gone through, right? Some of the, some of the, uh, trials that he's gone through, some of the, the, he's, many would call missteps. That he's that he's uh, that he's done, particularly with the uh, the Twitter burner accounts and stuff like that, and, and with uh, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport, yeah, that was uh, a, yeah. that was not a good one. Yeah, he, yeah, he got caught. I mean, he got snaked by Michael Rappaport. He got exposed basically. It was all in the DMs, and then Michael Rappaport just exposed it. But I mean, I think. I think it was a couple of years ago. There was like, I think Kevin Durant was pretty open about he was going to like Hillsong Church, and he was go- like hanging out with like people like Carl Lentz. I know Carl Lentz was big New in York, the right? um, Hillsong, New York. Yeah, yeah. I think Carl Lentz was really big. He Carl Lentz like the like he played. I think he played college basketball. So like he played basketball with all these like NBA players. So like he had an influence on them. Um, but yeah, when you say like the fall from grace, I'm like man. When I s- think about like pastors who have fallen from grace i was like wow like that's definitely a big blow on i guess like their follower like their followers the people following them and i guess that's where like the danger of looking to these christian celebrities whether like they're big in the church or even like celebrities who are christian and they have a fall from grace like that definitely hurts other people's faith as well and also puts a bad light and a bad testimony for people who are not christian and they see these people and they're like oh what the heck well, i thought you guys were christians like what happened there guys yeah and they're like see and they're like see that's yeah. why i'm not a and that's why, that's why i'm why not a I christian that's why i tell people not to believe in exactly yeah, and i mm-hmm. yeah so that's a danger like a, that's definitely one of the biggest dangers with like i guess like also a big responsibility with having such a big status and platform because you're going to be watched and once you fall or once you make a misstep like it's like going to be really really uh, it's going to affect all like 
like everyone who's looking up towards you. Right. And, that's re- and especially like someone like Carl Lentz who like fell from grace, who got caught. Like imagine like the, the, the fall, the fallout that happened like for his congregation and everyone who went to that church. Cause I can only imagine. Cause that's like so big and so crazy and yeah. scandalous. Yeah. Cause like all these celebrities, like, real secular <laughs> celebrities were going to Hillsong, New York. Like yeah. People like Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, and you said Kevin Durant were there and they were attending regularly. But now since, you know, the fall from grace, um, the Carlance experience, people started, you know, these celebrities started distancing themselves from, from the church. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny that you mentioned um, these sports guys, like these athletes, and like I really, I really support them doing that, and I really uh, admire when people, when these athletes come out and you know are not afraid to share their faith, even those things, like you know, they're kind of insignificant when you think about it. You know, what what did what did Steph Curry put in his shoes or something? Philippians um, four thirteen. I can do yeah, all things. Like that. That's it. Literally, it's like I can do all things. Dot dot dot. And yeah, then, and then you know, people you people know the rest <laughs> of the verse. <laughs> and then Tim Tebow, like with the John three sixteen in his eye thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. The, what was was that called? The the black thing on your like under your eye. No, I don't know. Um, I have no clue. <laughs> but you know those uh baseball players or football players put you know this these the black, black paint underneath their, their eyes, eyes to, yeah um to somehow limit the sun that's getting reflected through their cheeks so um so they don't get blinded as much by the sun yeah tim tebow put john 316 there and jeremy lynn I, people know he's christian I admire that and I I could say that I would support that because they're using their platform and what God has the talent that God has given them to to preach and to Mm. let people know about the God that they follow whereas the other side of the spectrum where um, people are really leveraging the position and leveraging the talent Mm. that God gave them to promote themselves right um i think that's like two things that are you know clashing there are sports people like the athletes that i support and then they're who are using that platform to preach about god and then there's those people people who are talented and who god put in the ministry and then they're using that to you know to leverage their status in society and i think that's that's where I have an issue with it is you leveraging the talents that you have or the talents that God has given you to like for your own greed or for your own desires. Right. I guess, I guess it's, it's because I know with these celebrities, they're famous and they make money in other ways, (laughs) but then they're using that platform to you know share christ to share who god is but yeah as you're saying the other side like these people are use i guess like they're using god they're using sharing the gospel yeah in a sense so that they can become famous so that they may gain 
money and i think that's the dissonance that's happening within christians is like when i see these celebrities writing like like expensive clothes expensive shoes and i'm like so you're using the message of god you're using the gospel to make yourself giving yourself celebrity status you've got all this money and now you're using this money to buy expensive things (laughs) rather than we're, we're, I'm okay with this with the celebrity, like the sports guy, because he plays basketball. He gets money from basketball. He doesn't get famous off of God's name. He gets famous yeah. off of basketball. Yeah. And I think that's the problem what we're having is when people get famous off of God, and then they're using that status, they're using that power, and then we see it as them spending their money on expensive things, and it's so hard to not think that like, hey, like, you're indulging in this celebrity culture, where you know you buy the nice things you have the nice things in life you buy the nice house you buy the expensive car you buy the nice clothes and it's hard to it's hard to digest that i guess as christians because it doesn't make any sense yeah no you make a great point in in the in the 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 differences between like a a celebrity that's a christian versus a christian celebrity a christian uh, christian (laughs) used um Christian using Christianity to in- enhance their celebrity status. celebrity status, yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's that's a great sort of like distinction. Um, and there, it's funny because I I remember having a conversation with one of my seminary professors because a lot of a lot of sort of like um, preachers, pastors, you know, people that are there, they you know they get paid sort of like a preacher, pastor. A reverend salary, which salary, is you know, yeah. modest, um, yeah. but then they get more. They get their other revenue stream comes from like writing books and selling books, and then people yeah. have you know there there would be some blowback on that. And his his response was, you know, there's there's a passage that says that you don't muzzle an ox, and the the labor is worthy of his wage. So there are things that you do, um, you know, even within the Christian context. That allows you to, you know, gain a little bit more than, you know, whatever your whatever your salary is as as a as a spreader of the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I guess the question that comes into my mind is like, where is where's the line? Because there there will be there will be I I hear stories about like sort of like famous speakers, preachers, whatever. Uh, and they're asking their congregation to get them like their own personal Lear jet. Personal jet. Oh, and this is like, and this is a for the ministry, is, man. Yeah, and he's no, not even for the ministry. They're saying like this is a the, the rationalization is that why should why should I not say yes when this is a gift from God? Like this is something that God has given me. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? who am I to? Who am I to um, say no to a gift from God? But you're begging for it from people. <laughs> yeah, so how is it a gift? How, how is it a gift? And, and and I bring that point as the as the extreme example because that just is the, I don't think that sits well with anybody. Not with like most people. That <laughs> that's doesn't the sit most well. extreme example. Yeah, that's the, that's an, like the really extreme extreme. But where's the line? Where's the line? Because I know. Question. I also know, like, I, I have a, I have a, a, a you know, a, a fellow preacher friend that, you know, he goes around driving an expensive car, mm-hmm. um, um, as a pastor, um, 
but uh, what I understand is that he has it because his wife's a doctor, right? And nice. so she's earning, but then he still gets a little bit of blowback from it. There's a little bit of like side glances and like, so you're, you're a pastor, a, but you're driving you're a pastor, car. But you must be really nice driving a car like that. I don't see pastor blah, 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 driving a car like that. You must be really nice. And so, you know, there's a little bit of blowback uh, for something like that. I, I'm wondering, you know, just for the average, you know, for, for any Christian, where's the line? Where, where, you know, a person can have resources, can have money, can have, you know, you know celebrity sort of like getting into the celebrity sort of like arena where, where's that line where you cross it and it's just like, um, that's inappropriate. Oh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Well, Are we Lydia, here on the prodigal's going to set the standard? <laughs> Lydia had her purple goods. Um, but that's sort of like the, the I think that that that's sort of like the what Billy's was saying, like for people that are in sports or in music or entertainment, they're making money. Their income is coming from, you know, their income is coming from uh, means outside of the Christian realm. Yeah. Right. So Lydia, in my, at least in my mind, like she's making money because you know she's a business she's selling, person. Sure, making yeah, bank. yeah, making money. And I don't think people would have a problem with that because that's sort of like the the arena that she that she delves in in, in order to make a living for herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when does you know? Uh, well, I guess what I'm asking is for somebody that is in the arena of like you know like their livelihood is in the Christian context, right? Mm-hmm. Where is the line before we start saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I guess the whole idea. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the idea. I guess the idea of like monet. It's like essentially monetizing God. That's the way I feel. As that's how it is within this celebrity Christian culture. Because as you're saying, like, like someone like Steve Furtick, I am pretty sure there was probably a story around around about him, like how he has such an expensive house. And it's like, oh no, like I get my salary from like a set salary set by the elders of Elevation Church. But I also get money from the books that I sell. Books that I spell, uh, public speaking. And the songs that he writes. And the songs that he writes. I can't, you know, man, I can't believe he pretty much co-writes all the... All the songs, all the the Elevation songs. songs. Yeah, like if you look in the copyrights. yeah, He's talented, but I guess we, why do we, I guess like for me, like, why do I feel such ways? Like when I know that it's monetized, like you're monetizing God. And then I see you spending the money that you're, you're the way in use monetizing God and you're spying, you're like treating yourself. Right. And then you can say, Oh, I'm just blessing Treat myself. Oh, God is given. No, seriously. Cause like, you no, know, you're right. Cause like when I, like I, when I think of a pastor, I'm like, Oh, they should have a modest life. Right. Because you're you're setting the you're setting the example. I I feel as because like you're the one, you're the people who are supposed to be spreading the gospel, um, building people up, you know, shepherding a flock, things like that. And <laughs> like, does that mean that that means it, it sets I guess an example where if for Christians, this could, for people following me, I'm like, oh yeah, so therefore if I'm Christian, I could, I could be rich or I can be whatever. That can lead, you can lead to that thing. Or what else? I don't know. There's something that just seems unholy, just monetizing, (laughs) (laughs) 
monetizing God. There's something because, blasphemous because, about it. No, you know why? Because who's he selling his books to? He's selling his books to his congregation. So he's taking money from his congregation too. Yeah. They're already tithing to the church, right? Why wouldn't he just give the books as resources for his church members? And right? That goes back he, has to, a, he has a living salary. Like, he has a salary from the church. Yeah. And that goes back to, like, sort of my professor's um, rationalization that the extra... See, you getting paid by the church is the work that you do in the church as a pastoral role. Sure. Um, and I guess from his standpoint... You know, there's the pastoral aspect of it, but then the income that you get as a as a as a writer, a writer, yeah, sure, so as a author, as a, yeah. as a producer of songs, as you know, as somebody that 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 speaks in a public manner, you know, that goes to universities and and gives YouTube like their channel. their address. Mm-hmm. So somebody that does the YouTube channel channel, that's apart from from their pastoral duties. Mm-hmm. And so it takes extra extra time, extra effort, extra creativity. Then mm-hmm. if it was from somebody else in any, if if it was anybody else that wasn't apart from them, you would think they would be eligible to that um, for you know whatever labors that mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. that they've they've um, that they get. Um, so I guess from that standpoint, and maybe I did adopt that professor's you know, <laughs> his, mindset his ideology that, the ideology maybe because I'm, I'm there and i'm hoping okay. at some point that i can you know at least you can be like that yeah, <laughs> not like uh, that but like at least you know songs. get some yeah i get All some right. big extra income then you know that then modest income, you know whether that's right or wrong but you know i mean um, is it right <laughs> is it wrong <laughs> Because oh, the other thing, the other thing is, I, I guess from that standpoint, is that it, you as a congregant, a congregant, or you as a consumer of whatever they're putting out, mm-hmm. you don't have to buy it unless they're forcing you to buy it. Like they're like, there's a really big like push. Hey, buy my book. Da 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 da. Right. Now. But I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what they do within their church. If that, if like, that's, like, hey guys, I yeah. wrote a new book. Like definitely go and buy it. Okay, so <laughs> I don't like, go, I go, like, so listen. I don't mind. Like, listen. I don't mind marketing because there, there's a part sure, of it. Sure, fine. But fine. to to leverage, like what I think what you're talking about, which I would would agree with, you're leveraging your position as somebody that is of authority to people that are yes. under you in your church to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you guys need to buy this book. Right, we're going to go Fair. through this 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 study, and it would listen, be like, yeah, it's going to change your life, listen, and and whatever. Listen, I went, so I went to, so Jed and I, we went to Elevation Church, and they have a a store where they sell all of Stephen Furtick's books, right? So that sounds like okay, right? So we went to one of their small groups, and their small group, like, so their their small group, they studied. Oh no. There's, they studied his sermon. They talked about a sermon, which is like I don't think that's not normal. Like talking about the sermon, things like that. But what oh, they no. were studying for the next week was one of Stephen Furtick's books. And I'm like, as you can see, like something like Elevation Church, a lot of it revolves around Stephen Furtick, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess so. Let's say, let's say, like you, you, Alan, like say you wrote a book, um, and you're just doing it. You're marketing it as normal as possible, and you make like 
a, a decent amount of, of money, yeah. a good chunk of change. Like, why do I feel so such different ways when I know that Stephen Frederick is selling books and he's making millions of dollars? I think it goes back to the whole idea of modesty with Christ. Like Christ didn't have a home, right? The, you yeah. said like foxes and dens have, I mean, foxes have dens and whatever. I've got nothing. Like the son of man's guy, you know, I sleep on the ground. Mm-hmm. I've got like you know, one single robe that, that in the future soldiers are going to be gambling over. Like it, there's sure. not, there's, there's a, there's a level of modesty and we, we equate people that are in, that are in the gospel. You know, and even when Peter goes out, Hey, look, silver and gold have none, but what I give you, you know, I'm going to give you freely, right? Yeah. And you know, there's this idea that, there, like you said, there is a modest sort of this notion. I think when it doesn't sit well with us was is when they're doing better financially, better than most people that mm-hmm. they are shepherding. Mm-hmm. Um, when they see people struggling, and you know, and maybe they're helping out, but you see them like you know being well they're off, a good life. Yeah, they're living a very well off life. Um, I, I think that's when, you know, people, I, I think that's when, when Christians just say, you know, there, there's something that's, that's wrong there. That ain't, something ain't right about that. <laughs> yeah. Something ain't right. I guess cause like when I, we look at the, like where, were any of the apostles, like, and we know that Jesus, like, I'm pretty sure they were not like very well off. No, like, was any them, tax was collector any should have been at some point, but I don't but, know what he did yeah, after that. I think, I think after that, like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't, like, making, but I'm pretty sure he, he wasn't, wasn't making, making money off of, after. <laughs> making bank out, off of, like, sharing the gospel, just, right? He was walking around with Christ uh, collecting taxes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a basketball yeah. player. He's, like, sharing, sharing Jesus, but he's just making his money in different ways, you know? Yeah. But, uh, uh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, again, it's the whole, for me, for me, what doesn't sit well is, like, you're monetizing, sharing the gospel, essentially, mm, yeah. to, out, to outrageous financial uh, levels where you can live a life that is um, equate to celebrity culture that is in the world, right? That is in the secular world. Hmm. Is that? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you guys I understand. I, I mean, so can we say to a certain degree, like it's almost on, like what I started forming in my mind is that well, people will have Christians will have like a problem when you start to change, you know, uh, tax brackets from like <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, the middle class all the way to upper class. If you're getting into the upper class, there's going to be something wrong. There's going to be pushback. Right? There's going to be something there's gonna wrong. Be pushback. There. Right, because yeah. I, I think there's a natural pushback anyways in society between, you know, uh, between people that are, you know, middle class and then there's the upper class, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the tax bracket. So there's a natural sort of like whatever. And so if somebody that is in the Christian context that is that that has like a position of, of influence that changes from the middle class all the way to upper class or beyond. Because then, of sharing, yeah. because of like them sharing God's message, them sharing the gospel, them preaching. Something's right. Some I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sit well. Just doesn't sit well. Can we explain why it doesn't sit well? <laughs> okay, for me, like, uh, and somehow you know, this Alan, is devolved into money. But I don't think like Alan, your friend, your friend who had a car, who, who had a wife, man. who was a doctor, 
I think, and who was a pastor and he drove a really, really nice car. I don't think I have a problem with that. And I think I would, you know, if his congregation or his, his members would give him side eyes, I would discourage that, um, as well. Um, because you can't really, we can't base people's spirituality or Christianity just because they have nice things. Right. Um, but for me, like if they, they have to be honest, is the resource, are the resources and effort that they put towards spreading the gospel or spreading the kingdom proportionate, Mm. proportionate to the things that they have or that they indulge, indulge themselves with. Right. Like let's let's say, for example, they had a nice car, they have a nice house, um how are you okay you have those things that's fine god can bless you in those things and god can bless you in that part of your sure. life but mm-hmm. like are is your effort and your resources that you're putting towards you know spreading the kingdom proportionate to what you have or is it greater or less than like what you have i think that's you know like are you putting are you putting pouring more into yourself than are you pouring into others hmm. right yeah like for me that's for me yeah and and sort of like the the um the example that is well known at least the ones that i keep talking about you know and go back going back to billy graham is that he bought at one point a five million dollar mansion Right. Way back when. So that's like what? That'll be easily 10, maybe 12, 12 million nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Equating. Uh, but what, Sadly. you know, if he got back, if he, if he ever got black, uh, you know, flack for that or blowback from that, um, they needed to understand that he only left, he only lived at the, uh, on their upper, on the upper part of that, of that house. Yeah. Everything on the lower levels was purely for his ministry. Like all like that's where headquarters were and that's where like stuff like that was with that. And so, you know, there was a a purpose for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that goes back to like what Mark was saying, you know, what did you buy it for? Is there like a purpose towards, you know, spreading the gospel, you know, in proportion to like whatever, you you know, you have. Um, And so, yeah, for something like that, I don't think anybody, once they find out that context, Fair. would have a Fair. would have a Understandable. problem with that i think where people have a problem is that when they when they see when they see the luxury when they see the fame where they you know they use their and and we've kind of devolved into like to just about money and using money to like a certain degree <laughs> right um cuz i think i think we don't we wouldn't have um i don't know if we 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 would have a problem with somebody that's a celebrity but doesn't have money Right. Sure. That's not, you know, they're, they're, still, they're still firmly in the middle class, if not, you know, in the lower, maybe even upper. Right. We, we don't have a problem with that. Right. Yeah. It's, the problem is when they start to get into the upper, uh, upper tax brackets that we yeah, say, yeah. well, how do we get, how did they get that? Right. Did they, like what we talked about, did they have to force, you know, th- were they leaning heavier on their members to give mm. them money that maybe they may, may not have given had they not, you know, had they not been marketed uh, aggressively. Fair. <laughs> right. Mm. But, but as I was saying, like, I mean, for me, I think, 
and this could be just me, but I, I don't think I would have a problem with somebody that works hard in putting out content apart from their pastoral duties and getting, you know, uh, adequate compensation for it. I think where it starts to, I think where it starts to get bothersome is when you, when you don't, when you don't try to hide it, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or worse, when you flaunt it, that, at that mm. point, then it's, you know, it's easy for people to say, well, why, you know, you're putting this out there. Why are you putting this? Why What's are you not? What's the point of this? Yeah. yeah. What is the point? Like, and, and going back to Mark. How is glorifying point, to God? Yeah, how is glorifying to God if you're flaunting your shoes? <laughs> Right. If you're flaunting yeah. your car, if you're flaunting your your house, and now if you have a house that you've that you've made that's like really big, that's really expensive, and and whatever, but you try to hide it, you try to hide it, but you know your members or like the local news <laughs> chopper like goes over and like, hey, this is Stephen Furtick's house. It's like, you know, worth three million dollars and stuff like that, and you get sure. blowback from it. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? You try to hide it, right? I'm not saying that's <laughs> that was him or whatever. True, 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 true. You know, I was thinking um, about yeah. like healthy Christian celebrities. <laughs> like I would think, I would think of someone like Francis Chan. So yeah, I feel I like he puts it. out a lot of, yeah, he puts out a lot of content. He like probably gets a lot of money from his books, but he's not a guy like, he's not a guy I would, I see is flaunting. Like I, I, I'm on Instagram. I don't know if he has Instagram or whatever like that, <laughs> but all I know for sure is he doesn't, I know for a fact that I will not see him flaunt any of his financial earnings ever. Like yeah. he lives like for for all we know, he could be in the highest tax bracket. He could be. But the way but the way he's living, he live he's living a modest life. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that's more in line with what the gospel is and what how Christ would want to want us to live his life in a modest way, even with all that money. Because I don't know what else I don't know what he's spending it on. But uh I mean he lives in San Francisco or used to. That's, oh, and that's true. And then move to, to Hong Kong. Hong yeah, that's Kong. standard of living. Guys. That's true. And then move Hong to Hong Kong. Kong. Wow, that's such a yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's... But hey, but hey, I think the big thing, like Alan, when you were saying, like if we're trying, if they're trying to flaunt it, right? Because I think that's yeah. the issue. Like if we're putting in the work and sharing the gospel, I'm like, oh, now I have this money. Oh, now I can like buy these nice things and like show off my nice material things. Versus like, all right. I'm going to like be faithful and like writing these books and sharing the gospel and whatever finds has come of it. All right. I'm going to put it back and like, let's go do some more ministry, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I understand. I understand the flaunting of, of stuff and of yeah. things when you are a proponent of the prosperity gospel. I understand that logic. That Fine. you're trying to find yeah, it to course. say like whatever, but you know, the whole prosperity gospel thing is like a different issue in and of itself that I don't necessarily, sure. that I don't agree with, but I can see the logic if, if you're trying to flaunt it and you're like, yeah, Hey, look, you know, God blesses people. This is what you can have. If you, whatever, if you give trust God, if you give the, if you put in church. seed, if, yeah, if you put in seed money, if you, you know, be more faithful or whatever <laughs> it is, like I can see why they would do it. But like that goes back to, you know, the original idea like, well, are you, Using your platform, are you losing using your celebrity status, your 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 status as, as somebody of influence to gain more than you really you know? Are you taking advantage of people, basically? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's good that you mentioned Francis Chan because 
he was trending towards, you know, in the height of his popularity, he was trending towards, you know, Christian celebrity status. Um, he wasn't flaunting it. He wasn't, um, he wasn't really, you know, that fashionable when it comes down <laughs> to things, but, uh, just the way that people followed him and just the way that he was invited to a lot of gigs, a lot of yeah. events and, mm-hmm. um, producing a lot of videos and he was liked a lot and um he had a massive following but it's like the the thing that i admired about him is that when he saw that and when he saw the dangers of it and the the danger that it posed in posed in his heart where like he felt that if he would go further along that it would be really bad for him and his pride then he mm-hmm. he quit his church and he started another ministry that's more low key and wasn't in the spotlight and so mm. he fought against it right yeah. and that's what i like about francis chan he like one he was simple he didn't flaunt his you know his money uh, his although shoes. he made a lot in his <laughs> like through his books and all that probably um, yeah he didn't flaunt it he didn't flaunt his possessions uh and then when he felt that he was getting too famous that he decided to drop out of (laughs) pretty much everything where like there was a i think a couple of years when you didn't see him because he was more like he he spent his time in um urban evangelism like yeah um, i think he was in was he in china I think he went into inner city, so mm. yeah. And but still, like I think yeah, France, San Francisco, yeah, or yeah. Oakland. Um, so, I guess like the question would be like, I think we discussed the dangers already. Um, just putting people on that pedestal uh, as followers or uh, as leaders um, of just using, you know, being tempted to use God as a means of gaining for ourselves but how can we as leaders or as followers fight against this culture i mean i guess like you just said it with francis chan i think he realized the danger that came with having people follow him just because he was him and removing that stumbling block of himself and just removing himself from the limelight was like really huge as a leader because I feel like a lot of these Christian celebrities, like again, their name carries out to, to attract more people to listen and to, and to go to their church rather than the words that they're preaching, you know, or the gospel that they're the gospel they're preaching. Right. Um, I mean, I don't experience that. I'm not a, I'm not a big famous person, so <laughs> but I think that's a it's a I think a Francis Chan was a good uh testimony and a good example of what it looks like to combat this whole Christian celebrity culture where things revolve around the person rather than God himself, right? So, mm. that's one one way. Um yeah, and from from a follower standpoint, understand that they're human as well, right? Mm-hmm. They'll have their faults, and um, 
I don't know if I want to necessarily say expect them to have like some kind of hit from say where <laughs> they're like their 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 image, their PR, you know, takes a hit. But also understand that, you know, Satan's not going to take it lightly when somebody stands up for Christ, that he's going to want to knock them down. Right? A couple of pegs, if not off, you know, whatever, entirely. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so understand that, understand that people make mistakes. People in, in circumstances, um, you know, they can make wrong choices. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that any of us are immune to such things. Um, and so there's, the temptation is real for every, every single person. It's just, you know, what situation do you find yourself in? And being a celebrity, you know, that's no different from them. And in many cases, you know, it'll be greater just because they've got that greater platform. They have the greater sort of like, um, reach, influence, attention, whatever you want to say, uh, for more people, you know, even if it, even especially, Especially, sorry, um, if it is outside of the church, you know, when we're looking at society in general, right there, they will be a bigger target. So understand that um, people are people and that if you're looking at them to uh, be the shining example of Christ, that they will never sort of like whatever, like you're you're going <laughs> to take that image and superimpose that to the idea that if Christ was to be on earth, he would look like Francis Damn. Chan. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, you know y- y- there's a danger in that. Understand that there's only one Christ and there's only, mm. one, you know, there's only one Jesus that made it perfectly. Mm. All right. Um, and... Uh, and I want to say, you know, try not to be too judgmental when people fall because we fall all the time. Just some people have a bigger audience when it happens. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Um, and to be understanding and forgiving for each other because, you know, like if you were in that situation, who's to say that you wouldn't be, you know, that you wouldn't have done the same thing mm-hmm. or worse. Right. So, yeah, just just keep that perspective as well. Don't I, I mean basically don't idolize them and don't hold them in such lofty esteems that it affects your faith with a, you know one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's huge. I think that's Yeah, huge. don't base your faith on people. Yeah. Make them something to aspire to be like Paul said. Like right? Paul, yeah, like, yeah. Emulate me as I emulate Christ. Like, yeah. like if they're godly like maybe ask them to disciple you, um, or like if Francis, you know, Francis if, Chan, <laughs> yo Francis Chan, if you're listening, send a cookie bell, send a cookie bell, hit me up, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can reach me at the prodigalspodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> uh, hit me up. I I want some mentoring, um, but you can just you know if there are people in your life that you, you you can look up to and ask them to disciple you. If you know, if you're following, I guess, Francis Chan, um, on social media or his videos. Um, yeah, just take the good that he does or that you see from him and try to emulate, try to, you know, try to make that good for your faith too. I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, although if you're a pastor and you're, 
you know trying to be good at co- communicating like don't emulate other preachers <laughs> find your that's own true. find no, your own that's voice so true. take the okay take the good that you see from other preachers and you know just maybe try to implement them but don't <laughs> try to be them you know don't try to get their sermon style and put it as your own no find your mm. voice but anyways <laughs> other than that uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and don't I think, hate on them if they make money off books and, and stuff yeah, things yeah, that are legit don't hate on them right. I think as a leader too you gotta be don't honest don't flaunt it <laughs> yeah, don't flaunt it you yeah don't, don't flaunt, flaunt it, it. I yeah, think don't true. flaunt it it's a bad look don't flaunt it not good yeah and I think you gotta be honest too you gotta keep your members accountable um, to let's say you're preaching and tell them don't take everything that you say like <laughs> to, to the grave or however that expression is like to ask them and encourage them to read the Bible for themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta be honest that you, as a leader, you're not perfect. And the things that you say may be colored by other things that you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. So they can't really take everything that you're saying, um, you know, as a hundred percent from God, you can hope and you can pray to God that what you're saying as a leader is really inspired, but really they can't, you gotta be honest with your members that they need to study the Bible like for themselves and That's not so take true. everything that yeah. you say and just, you know, believe it outright. Mm. Um, Cause there will, you know, there might be a time when, you know, you as a leader, fall into that temptation and you're not fully uh preaching the gospel anymore so i think that's a good way to fight that um the culture is to just be honest and be accountable to your members um i see that in jesus's ministry where people are following him and then he questioned them like why are you following me? <laughs> is, is it Straight because up, you, just, you just saw me feed 5,000 people or you just, you're following me because you just want to be fed or are you following mm. me because, you know, you really want what God's telling you. Mm-hmm. Right? So. That's so yeah. huge. And, and uh, yeah, um, try not to gain, like gain your identity into celebrities like, I mean, a lot of what we talked about, like I said, tends to be, was about money and, you know, all that stuff and their fall from grace. But also people, you know, uh, will gravitate to somebody that's more popular and it doesn't have to be like a huge celebrity, just maybe somebody that's more popular in your, in your local church, uh, as well. Try not to get your identity through them. So like, you know, hitch up, you know, your identity. So if they fall, they're like. You know, if something happens to them or, you know, they take a misstep or some or or what have you, that your faith takes a ding because, you know, you've mm. tied, you know, yeah. you've tied some of your identity of who you are and, and where you fit in the church or where you, you know, you, what your relationship with God is, you know, tied in with this person as well. All right. So keep that in mind that, you know, just because they're they're more popular doesn't make them any less prone to uh, prone to temptation mm. and from falling. So 
True. In nice. your identity in Christ. Yeah. Not in your pastor. Not in your pastor, not in your leaders, not in your worship pastor. Mm. Not in your anyone else but Christ. <laughs> yeah, we really got to be aware of putting people on a pedestal, right? Mm -hmm. we got to fight against that as leaders as like even us as content creators right like we we can't get swept away by fame although we're not famous <laughs> right now or amen if maybe it's a good thing we're not famous us. yet so wait we're patreon so <laughs> <laughs> we're fighting against so we're we're not, so yeah we're fighting we're against celebrity card just by not but yeah, we got to uh, really be aware. But if you want to send them, we're not going to like say no. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I to say no to God's gift? Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that happens to be like a private jet, you know? Okay. Jet. <laughs> I, I want to buy that, no problem. Oh my goodness, stop this. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've concluded that you guys have said it beautifully. Don't base your faith on other people. Don't base your mm -hmm. faith on these past, like these famous pastors. And as leaders, we should fight against, you know, the temptation of trying mm -hmm. to leverage our calling and our ministry for like a taste of that celebrity life. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that's all we have for this week. Uh, thank you, folks, for joining us in this episode. This has been a really fun and challenging topic to talk about we hope you know we made you more aware of the temptations of this issue this culture and we made you like we we hope that you're educated more about this phenomena and we mm -hmm. hope that although we hope that you haven't experienced someone that you look you haven't experienced um an event where someone you looked up to fell from grace. And even though, even if you did that, God has held you up uh, through that. And we hope that you continue growing in Christ and make your faith your own. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we want to know what you think. So send us a shout out at the Prodigals Pod Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us know. Um, any more insights that you may have if you like what you've been hearing please like and subscribe and make sure you leave a review that will go a long way in helping us out that's all we have for you this week stay blessed and stay faithful and don't flaunt your possessions and join us again <laughs> next week on the prodigals podcast ah. the prodigals